of Yes You. This is created to inspire you to do something great. Uh, And also, we always want to empower you so that you know that you are enough, just the way you are. And although Yes You is God-centered, we deal with universal spiritual themes, and we do that so that we can create broader universal experiences. So we want you to sit back today and enjoy Yes You as we bring it to you. Uh, We want to encourage you on your screen there on YouTube, look and see where it says subscribe. And we want you to subscribe uh, to our channel of Yes You. Also, you'll see a little bell there that will give you notifications anytime something comes out new in content, you'll be notified immediately whenever that comes out. So we want to encourage you to go ahead and get that notification bell going for you so you can always be kept abreast of our new content. Lastly, we want to grow our audience. And if this is helping you along your way, uh, again, you can watch it on demand for people that don't see the premieres when we come out live. You can always go back and look at it at your convenience. But if it's helping you, we want you to encourage others to watch as well. So please share, share, share. Yes, you is brought to you today by some sponsors and you'll get an opportunity to hear a little bit of something from them later on in this podcast as well. So today I want to sit back and encourage you to enjoy. You're going to get an opportunity to listen to me talk in random. And also we have the culture crew coming to you today and I guarantee they will not disappoint. Enjoy. Random. So right now in the time that we're living in, uh, huge on everybody's mind is virus. And even though it's a huge part of what's going on in our world right now with the coronavirus, I begin to think about that thing. And I thought about it and I said, you know, I realized that viruses, uh, even though we're talking about it in the natural uh, look at what a virus is and how it's impacting the world right now, you can be mentally, relationally, emotionally impacted by a virus. So I looked up what a virus was. It says it's a submicroscopic infectious agent that replicates only inside the living cells or of an organism. Again, it replicates only inside the living cells of an organism. So what a virus does, that virus basically invades that cell and then replicates thousands upon thousands of times whatever that original virus was, it causes the cell to replicate that. And that's what a virus is. 
And as is not uncommon, a virus can actually change or mutate or we come into new viruses all the time. Um, at one point, you may see that the world was concerned about a certain type of virus and then about time we think we've got that virus under control, that thing mutates or changes into something completely new uh, that we've never seen before, like the coronavirus that we're dealing with right now uh, has proven to be very, very deadly and it's hard to really control particularly when it's new on the scene, before you can come up with the vaccine. And so I started thinking about that. And I was like, you know, in my years of living, um, the experience of life has taught me that situations that I've come into have actually been viral or viruses in nature. And I didn't recognize it initially, but, uh, or immediately, but somewhere along the line, I began to realize this is a virus. Now I'm sharing this and I'm not trying to make light of the fact, particularly of the seriousness that's going on right now with coronavirus, but, uh, and the flu, don't underestimate the power of the flu because the flu is still deadly, even though a lot of people think that it's not, it is a virus. Uh, it can be a virus and it can be just as deadly as anything else. The thing that is so impacting is that it operates from the inside. It has to get inside that cell or that organism, at which point it starts replicating itself at a mad, mad rate. So today we've been talking about the mirror and the reality of life from the mirror. And my random thought when I was, uh, something about me brushing my teeth. When I was brushing my teeth, I started thinking about that thing and then I was like, Hmm, how many times have we encountered a virus and then seen how that changes us when we look in the mirror? So Regina, what are you saying? Sometimes you can have that virus that invades your mind, that invades your emotions, that invades your thought processes, um, and it can be done by a series of ways. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was a religious dogma or teaching. Uh, maybe it was friendship. Uh, maybe it was what our parents gave to us or our family. Uh, maybe that thing was introduced to us internally by something or some things external to ourselves. And the next thing you know, even though that's not us and that's not in our DNA, we start to replicate that thing at a rate of madness. And before you know it, it has copied and recopied that thing thousands of times over until by the time you realize it, oh my God, you have been completely taken over by a virus. So when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm actually sick and I'm really reeling and rocking from something that has invaded my internal system and it's not even me. It is a virus. We can relate to it from the standpoint of anybody that's had a computer system that gets a virus and it basically takes over everything that there is and the next thing you know, your operating system is completely messed up because it got a virus. Or maybe you can identify from the place of recognizing, um, even in the organizational structure, 
somebody comes into your organization and it's toxic. Oh my God, how many times, pastors, do you find that person that comes into your congregation? And this is the operative word that you can often look at and begin to send your antennas up when the virus introduces itself to you. They'll say something like this, pastor, the Lord sent me to you. Virus. The thing is, they've got to find a way to get inside so that they can then begin to replicate their agenda. And the next thing you know, the very thing of who you are and what you're about has been taken over by the virus and you start feeling sick and, and the organization starts feeling sick and you're like, oh my God. So we've seen this and there's nothing new under the sun, even though we do come out with different versions. So viruses are not new to planet earth, but they keep mutating and coming out in different ways. So this is what we begin to realize. The virus right now that is on the scene that has our attention is coronavirus. So this is my random thought today. As I was again brushing my teeth, all of a sudden I started thinking and I was like, I can look back and see that relationship. I look at it and with discernment, it's like coronavirus. Or for that new person on the job, that you think is the shining star and they're going to change the dynamic of your organization because they're so energetic and their personality is so huge and you're taken over and blinded by their light and you can't see clearly coronavirus or that relationship that makes you feel so gushy and so oh my god when i look into their eyes it just takes me into a whole nother realm even though the whole time there's something that's saying warning bill robinson warning will robinson warning warning and you know what that warning is telling you that you're ignoring coronavirus so my random today Everything that glitters isn't gold. There's fool's gold and it's not real. It'll glitter and it'll shine. And by the time you get finished, it will have gotten inside and replicated and taken over with the virus and have mutated so that you can't even see your real DNA anymore. Hmm. Is it real? Or is it coronavirus? Hmm. Do they genuinely love me? Or is it a love hate of jealousy that looks like you love me, but the whole time you got another agenda working against me? Hmm. I'm learning that if I just pay attention to my DNA, and even if the coronavirus somehow infiltrates my system, there is a vaccine. There is a cure. 
there is an antibody that can be developed internally to fight off this virus so that the virus doesn't have to kill me, but I shall live and not die. But I'm to the point now where I have become pretty clear when it's a virus. Coronavirus has been challenging to figure out. Is it my allergies or is it coronavirus? Hmm. Do I have a fever? Hmm. Am I trying to catch my breath? I can't breathe? It's impacting and affecting the way that I breathe? Hmm. Can I smell? Can I taste? Or has everything in my world become bland? Hmm. Virus. That's my random. Today, I want to welcome you to uh, Yes You, and today we've got the culture crew with us, and they're going to be uh, sharing their insights and their wisdom and their laughter uh, with you on today. So today, I'd first like to introduce the culture crew to you. We have Jonna, and uh, that's right, give us a wave, and then we have Rhonda. Yes. <laughs> and our engineer, the state supervisor. Yay! So, yay for the state Sorry. supervisor. <laughs> and so we're happy to be here and we're just gonna have a good time as we share and talk about the topic that we've chosen for today. Now, as you know, we always try to find something to share and something to talk about uh, relative to regenerated minds. This is already with the idea of people that are, are, are still somewhere in that old school thinking or that old place of thinking uh, as I said, I'm not going to beat you down and tear you down to build you back up. This is for people that are already ready and uh, prepared for the journey, walking it out, just walking it out. Uh, and so today, even though we're walking it out, one of the posts that I put on, for those of you that are following us on Facebook, yay, please do that, or Instagram. One of the thoughts that I put out today was that you can still be a work in progress and still be a masterpiece at the same time. I'm gonna say that again. You can be a work in progress and still be a masterpiece at the same time. So as I'm talking to masterpieces today, and you may still be on that journey of being a work in progress, the topic that the culture crew is gonna share with you on today, there is a, uh, a clip that I shared with the crew by a gentleman by the name of Dr. John Henrik Clark, Dr. John Henrik Clark. If you haven't uh, exposed yourself to any of his work, he's a great, great thinker. Uh, and I'm always fascinated with people that have uh, a good mind. Well, one of the things that he said that really stuck out to me was this. And uh, I'm going to try to uh, re-quote it as closely as I can. He says, don't move from the mirror until you like what you see. Don't move from the mirror until you like what you see. 
So ladies, as that strikes you, um, who wants to share? What, what, what does that sound in your ear and to your heart when you hear that? Go ahead, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Regina shared that with us on the other day, Dr. John Clark, uh, I went and did some research on that as well. He said he had several statements that stuck out to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And another one is he said, uh, whoever is in control of the hell in your life is your devil. So that means that's something that we have to deal with uh, ourselves. And so we're having to learn who we are, whose we are, and understanding that we love ourselves. When we're trying to do something other than be ourselves, we're cheating the universe out of the original us. Come on. The universe out of who God created us to be. And so we're we elaborate that on that a little bit more. I'm not gonna go into it now, but that's my take on it. Be who you are. Yeah. Awesome. Jonathan, do you want to embellish that? Well, I agree. I I listened to the clip a couple of times and like Rhonda, he he had a few points that really jumped out. Um the Look in the mirror. Don't move from the mirror. That that one was good. And that's I re yeah, yeah. Because I feel your power is in you, and so many times we we're looking at it elsewhere. When you need to focus right in at that thing in the mirror, and then that's where you identify who you are, where your power is, and then you can go and do whatever. If you we spend so much time looking for validation and from other places. Right. That's what it said to me. And right. once you can uh, stand there and look at whatever it is and deal with it, work through it, walk through it until you like it, then you're unstoppable. Absolutely. I loved it. So how do you deal? And I, what, even what you shared there, the power is in us. So there are a lot of people that don't believe that they have the power and are struggling. I mean, even people that are, yes, I've embraced the idea that I'm the masterpiece. I hear you saying, yes, you, you, and even you, but I'm still struggling to believe that the power is in me. I mean, can, can, how, 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 how can I be clear on that point? Okay, what's what's the mirror? Uh, the the movie that we saw where they, they told the little girl, "You are cute, you are smart, you are this." Yes. And I don't remember, but sometimes we have to speak to ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, just like the, the Bible said, where well, he encouraged himself. We got to speak to ourselves, and so a lot of that we have to stop questioning ourselves because someone doesn't get us, uh, someone doesn't understand us, someone doesn't like us, someone doesn't love us, someone doesn't appreciate us. But the thing is, their opinion says nothing about my worth. Mm -hmm. What I'm worth, it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else's opinion about me. But I have to get my opinion of myself, my low self-esteem, I have to work on that for myself. But hasn't society somewhat trained us to feel like uh, we're less than, and even what you're saying, you know, the idea of embracing I am, it's, it's almost like there's something wrong with you if you do that. Mm -hmm. So how do, you, how do you deal with that? I think it's plain old reprogramming. I think we come here with, the, with everything we need. The power is already there. And then it's 
little by little stripped. And I mean, it begins almost immediately. Yes. And it's just by words and, and repetition, whether it be, you know, messages from adults, parents, it's just stripped away. And then you have to build it back up. And that's where the struggle is. Yes. Trying to reclaim that you got to pull it back, start from zero. And that's where so many things can go wrong is right there. And you have to flat out reprogram yourself. And that is gotta work. It is hard, hard work to do that. That brings me to another concept that I posted first thing this morning. And it says, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's about unbecoming Mm -hmm. everything that isn't really you. So you can be who you were really meant to be in the first place. Would you all agree with that, ladies? Yes. Unbecoming. And I I, I think that so many times we are in society um, and then particularly I I can speak to females, but I don't think men are any different. We just socialize a little bit differently, but we're constantly being bombarded with the idea of trying to become something outside of ourselves uh, and, and, and it's like something externally has to be introduced to us to make us completely who we are but I kind of espouse to the idea of we are complete in and of ourselves already it's just a matter of what's in there being brought forth or being brought out versus uh, the idea something has to be put in or in circumstances where uh, you know really we have been bombarded from all of this external mindset, external energy, everything outside of ourselves that wants to control us and tell us who we are, that ability to somehow unbecome what things have caused us to become. That becomes a major, major force and a major factor in our lives, the unbecoming, and that's hard work. (laughs) That's hard work. Mm -hmm. So with that, I kind of want to go and I want to share personally the unbecoming. Uh, I have, and shout out to Debbie Gibbs. Deborah Gibbs, that's my beautician. She she did my hair for years and years and years and years. Uh, now, there was a time when I went someplace, my head wasn't looking right. She said, Regina, don't tell people I'm your beautician. <laughs> but hopefully, I'm not going to make her shame today, but she didn't do my hair. But uh, the girl was just awesome. And we had this experience of our relationship that initially she just started as my beautician. I didn't know her from Adam. Um, you know, I just started going and sitting in her chair. She was referred to me. And what she noticed about me was that every time as beauticians do, she would reach to give me the mirror when she got done. And every time she would reach to give me the mirror, I would push the mirror away because I wouldn't look at it, you know. So the first, you know, few times, I don't think there was a big question about it. But after a while, uh, she, as a probably woman to woman, and as we were becoming friends, began to realize I had a problem with the mirror. So if 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 I go to what Dr. Clark is saying here, don't move from the mirror until you like what you see. I wouldn't even look in the mirror. 
because so many things had bombarded me about my self-image that I couldn't stand. I couldn't even stand to look, much less say, uh, I like what I see. How, you know, and, and I'm not talking about, hey, I'm, I'm already embracing the idea that I'm a masterpiece. But that area of the mirror is was huge for me. I mean, huge for me. I mean, help me on that. If there's somebody out there that was like me, help me on that. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna help me. No, I'm just saying, no, ma'am. I'm not was like you, and uh, things like that happen. How if we do know that the mirror is your best tool for reflection. And so uh, that's one thing when he said, look in the mirror and do not move until you like what you see. And so it takes time to do that. It doesn't happen overnight. Because like you said, you've been bombarded for years. I'm, I'm, you're not this. You're ugly. You're skinny. You're this. You're too dark. And so it takes time to process in your head and realize, no, no. I may be skinny, I may be dark, but I am a masterpiece. Yes. Yes. There is a work in progress, but I'm a masterpiece, and I am who he says I am. And I love me. Yeah. yeah. And you love you, whether you love me or not, I love me, and this honor are working in my favor. So what about this? What happens when... Uh, you look in the mirror and you see someone else's reflection. Uh, for instance, I know that there may be a time when you, somebody that you maybe have some traits and characteristics that you really don't like uh, in that individual. And then all of a sudden you see those traits in yourself. Um, what happens there with looking in the mirror or, uh, you know, is it actually your reflection or is it a projection? You know, is it a reflection of yourself or is it a projection or someone else or, or what is it? You know, explain, give, give me some idea what you think there. It's a reflection of who you are because we probably all have had that because something didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so I had to pray and say, Lord, I don't want to be like that. I don't want that. And so it got to the point where when I would get ready to say some things that should not be said or hurtful, I felt the Holy Ghost say, be quiet, mm -hmm. hush, don't say that. So that's how I got rid of a lot of stuff that I had taken on traits that were not good traits. And I had to pray about it and ask for help. Cool. Listen, I have heard my, you ever have an experience where you kind of step out and you can hear yourself? <laughs> talking or whatever yes and i was when i sometimes i have heard myself and been like what in the world i know the very thing like you mentioned the very thing you said that you don't want to do you're repeating that it, but it goes back to programming and having to say you know what i picked this up okay fine i picked it up i don't want it so i'm gonna have to make a conscious effort to right to stop it mm -hmm. otherwise those same patterns just repeat over and over and over again and right. yeah it that's that's not a good day <laughs> when you hear yourself becoming the very thing that you said you wouldn't uh -huh. that that's right. that's a rough few minutes at least it is you know for me I, I, that set me down for a, an hour or two <laughs> 
But you know, uh, to kind of borrow from something that Ayanna Van Zandt, uh, I've heard her use this phrase with uh, some of the people that she shares with, but you still have to sit in that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You still you have to sit in that moment. You cannot just deny what you just saw in the mirror and say, that's not in me. And that's right. not, now while I can say truthfully, that's not me because I'm unbecoming. You're going to keep hearing me use that term. I'm unbecoming what I've become. That is not really me. So I'm unbecoming, unbecoming, which normally is used in a term that is negative, but I'm going to use unbecoming in a positive way. I'm unbecoming stuff that is not who and what I want to be. And I think uh, you, you've got to have the, the wherewithal. And yes, we're, we're recognizing that we're masterpieces, but you have to have the wherewithal to sit there in that for a minute mm -hmm. and let that truth be uh, real before you try to cover it up uh, right. and or, and, and, and I'm going to speak to those that maybe don't come from the, the, the same faith traditions that we come from, because we want, yes, you to speak to everybody. So outside of the terminology of, of, of that faith realm um, uh, jargon, that ability to just listen to your inner self, and to hear your real self talking to you because there's God in each of us. There right. is God in every last one of us. And the thing to learn how to really hear that God voice and the reality that God is always speaking, always speaking. And as I said, even his silence, he's speaking. So we've got to learn how to hear it, read it and understand what it is. But yet and still from that place of truth, and I definitely espouse to the idea that if you want to know the truth, especially about yourself, I'm in a season now where I'm not trying to figure out your truth. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out my own truth so right. that my truth can make me free. Uh, right. Because the bondage, oh my God, isn't that the $64,000 word for right now? All over the place, bondage. Uh, you find it in almost every area of the institutions of our society, one way or another, they wanna have you in bondage so that they can control you. Uh, mm -hmm. And until you can come into that place of really being who you are and be free and right. absolutely free, uh, there's a problem. But the first freedom we've gotta find is in the mirror. The right. first freedom. F-R-E-M-L-E. <laughs> Sing it, girl. <laughs> F-R-E-M-L-E. You know, that was another quote that Dr. Clark uh, said and I, I thought would be good for today. He said, every single thing that touches your life, religious, uh, socially, politically, must be an instrument of your liberation. Come of on, your Clark. Must throw it in the ash can. <laughs> and so I thought, ash can? So I looked it up and they said, that's a military slang. Or trash can or throw it in the ashes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If it's not an instrument of your liberation, an instrument of your freedom, let it go. Yes. I That's love it. Big one for me. I, I got it on my little note card. I will be writing that and sticking it on the mirror in my bathroom. But that one I I loved that. If it's not going to free you, it's gotta right. go. It's gotta I love go. It. Gotta go. Mm -hmm. 
Gotta go. While, while you're talking about that, the idea of putting that sticky note, and, and I'm loving what you ladies are saying, the idea of putting that sticky note someplace where you can see it over and over again. Hey, I want to encourage you. Yes, you, you, and even you. You might do that. Just get you a little sticky note, post it, and put it somewhere where you can see it repeatedly because you want to bombard your mind with the reprogram thought. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to automatically, as somebody said, it's easy to go back on autom automatic pilot. But mm -hmm. some way, somehow, you got to be able to get the mind and the thought processes beyond your automatic pilot. So I love the fact that you interjected that, Jonna. Putting it everywhere, wherever you're going to put it, wherever you'll see it the most, just to help remind yourself. But we got it. It has to go to the ash can. I love it, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. Come on, give me, some more, give me some Good more insights. Stuff. <laughs> well, in relating to what we're going through now, or even this year, you know, at the beginning, everybody's talking about 2020, and I just spoke about 2020, the year of clear vision, but that was for those of us who heard from God and could really see what was going on. Yes. So we don't want to lose sight of that because it's still the year of clear vision. We said the song, I can see clearly now, the rain is gone. Well... Well, we should be able to see clearly while the rain is coming down. Yes. And so that's what we're doing right now is in the midst of this pan this virus, we should still be able to see clearly. We should oh. still be able to see wild is sand in the midst of all of this. And that too help us realize who we are. Come mm. on. Donna, didn't that make you go, hmm? It did. <laughs> because, you know, with the, everything that's going on, what you got in you, oh, you can see it now. <laughs> Clearly, if if there's nothing there, you can see that. Whatever is in there has yet come out with being in quarantine and, you know, all the places we go with all of this. It is bringing everything right to the surface and we have no choice now but to see it and deal with it. You know, some of us are doing better than us. Some people are really struggling. And some some of us, you know, are doing okay. But if whatever's in you, you know, for such a time as this, yeah. <laughs> it's coming up now. Smell. Because you That's can't smell. numb it yes. with everything outside. Yes. And, you know, for moving. I mean, we were moving so fast all the time just go 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 and now you have to sit and baby you sit down for a minute and you see what needs to be reprogrammed it'll come right up every time every time every look, time sit, sit in the mirror i mean sit down now and all this be still and look in the mirror mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. time to look in the mirror and become aware of ourselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely become aware of our existence Mm -hmm. Come on, that's it's good. What you doing right now? So that's yeah, good. that mirror is, is a good thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, as we go through that process of looking in the mirror, and this is a time to do it, and dealing with the truths of what we see. Uh, I love some of the the ideas that you guys are, are are putting out there for people to do. I would even like to suggest for exercise during the pandemic uh to just get a mirror and literally just physically look in it 
and uh, not just on the um, allegorical level or, you know, the, uh, figuratively speaking, but to literally how many of us really have a problem with feeling comfortable with looking at ourselves in the mirror and really liking what we see. Wow. Um, uh, so when you said that this is this is a good time, not only figuratively and like you all are saying, definitely look on the inside, do that introspection, but uh, even for loving ourselves and just really being, I mean, do you look in the mirror at yourself and really, ladies, do you look in the mirror at yourself and actually get excited about what you see and really love it? <laughs> I mean, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what time of morning it is. <laughs> You know, it, it depends. Sometimes I'm like, girl, yes. And then other times right. I'm like, you know what? And you know, it just depends. But overall, I'm okay. Much better than I was years ago with with things in the mirror. But I will say this. I have three daughters and I have always stood them in the mirror after a bath or whatever, you know, just and let them just go forth and it is the programming because now they it's like a fashion show when they come out <laughs> and nothing <laughs> of the shower and i look at them and i'm just like you know when i was your age i would have never in a million years done that mm -hmm. but it's that simple programming you know i tell they say it back to themselves i ask them do you think that you're that you've got great things in you you and, and that you're beautiful and they're like yes and you know and so that's because that's all they've heard so far <laughs> and um but that programming i can see it how it really affects them and how um we got to do more of that even with yes. wrong people you know yes. right gotta start over and do it more and um you know they just they go forth every time there's a mirror sometimes i'm like mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> go. I'm glad, but let's move along now. <laughs> hey, I love yourself builds confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think we're taught erroneously, and and I'm glad you brought up mm -hmm. that point. I think we're taught erroneously that somehow or another that immediately translate to being conceited and stuck up mm. or really uh, mm -hmm. too much on yourself and we will go the exact opposite in what you're not and all the negativity uh as i tell people all the time it's isn't it easier to play the dozens than it is to give people compliments right. you know you have to come up with compliments you just can't think of anything but because our society um that we often engage in has been to that negative extreme, that when you find people that in a wholesome way are able to walk past the mirror and be like, ooh, you look good, girl, we automatically tell them that that is a negative response to themselves. And the question is why? why? I think that if we recognize and acknowledge the greatness of the creation and the masterpiece that we are, isn't it okay for us to appreciate what God has done mm -hmm. without automatically translating and converting that over into being conceited right so i think what you've done with the girls is absolutely beautiful and i hope that as you said so far that's all the programming right. that they've got but i think if your initial programming when it's done 
um, strongly enough, that's the program that's going to take precedent yes. over everything else. So, uh, hey, keep doing that. I, I love it. I yes. love it. And I know grown folks that won't get out. Uh, my thing was more so with my face. I wasn't so much uh, tore up about my body, even though people called me skinny. I don't even dog with some meat on the bone. I didn't care nothing about that. That that didn't hurt me as much other than the toothpicks. Y'all heard me talk about uh, on the uh, first uh, session episode about my my problem with putting on a pair of boots because I, I got teased so badly but the rest of my body form I was okay but there are some people that absolutely cannot look at any level of themselves and say yes you 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 are beautiful just the way you are every yeah. curve every whatever may be there every non-curve you know because some of us again we always assume that the the body soma issue is always towards the, those that may be heavy but skinny people get it just as badly and sometimes worse as heavy people so Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day uh there should never be something when you look in the mirror that's looking back at you that's telling you whatever it is is not good everything that that god created and put in you was a masterpiece that's what we are and i want us to embrace that and share that and um encourage one another even in hey did you look in the mirror today uh, I, I, I love, I have that, that same Debbie, uh, you know, the thing that I loved about her, she was always fashionable and honey, she had, she has a healthy love affair and relationship with the mirror. I had never seen that before, mm. but I loved it. I was, I'm telling you, I was drawn to it. And so this is even a thought that I think we need to try to get out to, uh, those that are listening to us when you settle in your comfortability with liking what you see in the mirror, that becomes attractive to other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. People are almost repelled when you show a lack of comfort with what you see in the mirror. If, and, and, and believe you me, people can, I mean, like radar, they can pick it up. When yes. you're not comfortable with what you see in the mirror, it sends back frequencies. You know, we talk about light frequencies, sound frequencies. Yeah. It sends back frequencies that mm-hmm. is like, oh man, I can't stay on that channel. It's like too much static on the channel. I need a clear channel. I need a channel that when your eyes sends the signal to the mirror that and when it comes back it's a good clear signal I can listen to that but when your eye sends a signal whether figuratively or literally when your eye sends a signal to that mirror and it comes back and it's got so much distortion in it I can't relate to that and I can't be free in that. Rhonda spoke to the point of what Dr. Clark said. Anything that doesn't allow you to feel good about what you see, you need to get rid of it because it's yes. robbing you of your liberation. Would you agree with that? Yes. Totally. You know, it's, it's, it's got to it's gotta go to another level. It's just got to go no. to another level. You got to get that comfort zone. So yes. now... Uh, any other tidbits before I, I kind of go to another place here, but any other tidbits? I don't, I, this is so rich. This is so good. I want to, I want to get every drop I can get out of y'all. Just one simple thing. Look in the mirror and say, this is me and I am alive. Hey. And look. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is me and I am alive. And that's enough by itself. Yeah. Enough. There you go. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And I think 
uh, to kind of tie it in with another teaching, and I don't know where I did it at, but the idea is I am exactly who God created me to oh, be. Oh, Jesus, yes. I and he doesn't am. make any junk. He does not. <laughs> and he doesn't make any mistakes. He does not. He does not. And I also want to interject the idea that he makes us complete, not broken, not lacking anything. We are complete. There yeah. is nothing that he ever created that he didn't create in its entirety as a masterpiece. And so, as I said earlier, sometimes it's just a matter of be unbecoming what we've become to uncover all of that that he's put in us. But we're whole. We are whole. We are every bit whole if we just believe it and receive it. When mm -hmm. we can look in that mirror and, and, and really send a frequency out that comes back that has clarity of vision that I really am beautiful. What, what what did they say in the movie? Uh, come on, help me. <laughs> right. I is. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're kind. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it takes, then do it. Hey, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. And don't be don't be shamed. Don't be shamed. Right. And do it in the mirror if you can, so that you can yes. be comfortable with seeing yourself. And he, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> that's my favorite line. Do you understand? Until you can understand the words that are coming out of your mouth and really believe it and, and receive it, receive yes. the word to yourself. Um, just keep saying it and keep doing it in the mirror. Johnny, did you have something else that you wanted to share as well? No, I'm good. You're doing good, girl. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are blessing me. This, 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 I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm good. loving it. Good, yeah, good. Stay supervisor. It, this is our engineer. She already told me she doesn't want to be on camera, so I don't know if she's gonna take herself out of camera or not. But stay supervisor. You got anything to for for the for the folks on today? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jonathan, look on your face. <laughs> What'd you say, Rhonda? <laughs> I take a drink of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, I've never seen a state supervisor be speechless. Hmm. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, well, uh -huh. we recording right now, but first of all, y'all didn't even know I got kicked out. I saw love over hate suddenly peer up, hey. pop up on the screen. I was like, what is Rashida doing? I mean, what is and the state supervisor doing? Y'all didn't hear me say that. Cause I'm gonna put this in. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this in. All of this. I'm not gonna take it out. I'm gonna put the part in that you got kicked off. Yes, child, I got kicked out, and what the state just it? kept on going like the state supervisor wasn't there. Oh, you had, there. Stop, you had to stop recording over. I thought what? How much did she miss? And I couldn't say because y'all were just in. Y'all were into it. I was like, oh man. So we can't start over, you know. But it's been good. It's been really good. Even the parts that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> you mean we got some good stuff on here that's not going to get on the recording? Yeah. That's all good. Yes. It's yes, all good. Yes, yes. I think we still got enough good stuff here. Folks, don't y'all think we got enough good stuff here? I, I, think, I so. think so. I think so. I think so, too. 
<laughs> well, ladies, it's always a joy to talk with the culture crew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, so, state supervisor, we appreciate your your effort back there in the engineering room and keeping us afloat. And uh, until next time, is there anything that anybody else wants to say today? No, y'all tell Kendall to get his uh, act together. <laughs> we need that male point of view we in do. the culture crew. Right. So, thank you, right. thank you, thank you. And we hope you've enjoyed us on today. We'll be back. Look for us. Uh, we're going to be looking forward to coming into wherever you are, whether you're at your job, sitting at your desk, whether you're at home, whether you can't sleep in the middle of the night and you just turn us on. Yes, you, you, and even you. We've come to just share with you on today. Peace for your journey. All right. Y'all just leave the room because, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs>